0: Now live from Dick's Wings on the north side, Compton & Company. Brought to you by Williams and & Rowe and Barber and & Associates on 1010XL. Here's your host, Ron Compton. And good afternoon, good
1: afternoon. Welcome to Compton & Company. Coming to you from Dick's Wings on the north side, of yellow blood from New Berlin Roads. Come by and hang out with us we'll as we're talking sports with you up until 2 o'clock today. We have... Aspeneth slash Ace on the floor. Pam's behind the bar. Uh, come by, say hello. There's live music tonight. I'll get you uh, details about that as the show moves along. So come by and say hello. All right. Phone lines open to you at six four one ten ten Text line at 641-1010 and the Twitterverse as well. As we will start by rolling out with a few poll questions. I welcome Chuck Elliott in. Your family, Ron Compton, Rob Macchio, producing the show today as he does each and every Saturday afternoon. Um, go ahead and roll with the questions, man. Um, first one is, uh, yeah, we've got Major League Baseball. Today, you know, the Braves, Red Sox, at 105. And I gave up, Chuck. My buddy Lee is down in South Florida. He's got uh, home. Uh, he's four rows behind home plate. Got a suite at the Hard Rock, and I said no to all of that so I could do radio with you. How about that? I mean, that's the You're kind of a, uh, that's the kind of guy I yeah, am. That's pretty. It's pretty stupid on your part. I walked away from that. What a dummy! Well, that's really not the reason why.
2: Um, well, used to be. Remember, used to be like, well, back in the day, spring training is a time to go to. Yeah, they were exhibition games, mm-hmm. but you got to get like a, a ten dollar ticket. Well, now, hell, I think they're as much as I think the tickets are expensive now. Yeah, they the uh they, they do call priests, I guess they call it their exhibition.
1: Right? Yeah, they're they're not cheap. And uh, like I said, four four rows right behind home plate, brave mm-hmm. socks. Uh but no, I, look I've already had stuff going on this weekend. Obviously this, but then my son has stuff baseball related tonight doing some fundraising down at the uh the the monster truck jam and you know, uh, and they've got a busy weekend overall. Uh kids kids as well. So Rob, you know Chuck doesn't get it. I've got kids. I can't just say, kids, Dad's taking off going down to South Florida. You're okay for a couple of days. No, I can't do that.
3: I mean, technically, you could.
1: But (laughs) (laughs) technically, I could. Let's go, Braves. That's true. Technically, I could. Um, So, poll questions. All right. So, one is, with the uh, new rules, right, in place, so with the speeding up of the game, you know, we have the the clock on the pitchers. Only uh, you can only throw over twice uh, per uh, per bat in, ter- in terms of trying to pick guys off, which will absolutely uh, get guys running around the bases again. And, and it will. We went from having guys like Ricky Henderson, Jacksonville's own Vince Coleman. Those guys just just stealing. 80, 90, 100 bases stand there every year to uh, get them on, you know, try to hit a long ball, right? Try to get somebody on and swing for the fences. I'm not saying we're going back to having guys with 80 or 90 steals per season, but uh, you'll see a lot more uh, uh, running on the base on the base paths. You know, now the, the exaggerated shift, that's gone. Uh, so all these rules to help to produce – more runs, and it will produce more runs, more base stealing, not allowing your third baseman to go play in shallow right field uh, on a dead pool left-handed hitter, that goes away. Um, with all those things in place, speeding up the game, the batters, uh, Manny Machado, uh, took too long yesterday. He's the first guy to you know be a rule breaker when it comes to that. Will all the changes uh, get you back into watching baseball more uh, or as uh as, as Rob would say in the poll question, yeah, you know, uh, what what would you rather watch, paint dry, right? How how you have it uh put up on there, Rob? How do you have it phrased?
3: So I'm literally about to post with the new M O B rules. Will you be tuning in this season? You know it! Exclamation point. No way! Exclamation point. Or er, maybe.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, do you think? Yeah. Do you think the length of the game has cost a lot of viewers i do because yeah. now we're, you we're like we're in, it or you don't like it i mean if you like if you're a baseball fan you might not like the long game and i don't either but you're like probably okay i might you like it or you don't like not it. As watch, not as much
1: the the length of the game just like the you know they're trying to speed up the college game in terms of yeah i mean the, that's the talk now are they going to uh they're thinking about going the way of the nfl and and
2: keeping uh Clock running. clock running when
1: guys go out of bounds. Did
2: you know, and I did not know this until maybe recently, that the reason the clock stops in college football because back in the day the games were too short because everybody ran the, ran ball. the ball, so they yeah. said we need to do something. This sounds crazy to make the game longer. So now, of course, the passing it's that's kind of taking care of itself. Yep. It's, it's become it's become obsolete. Yeah. So, so um, I don't think it's as much. Again, I, I think
1: that. The rule changes uh you know we're all about now now now, right you all of a sudden you're, there's there's more action people are running the bases there, there's 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 more offense uh, I think I think that might get a few people back into the game you know you' you're, you're sports fan that is channel surfing uh stops in on the baseball game whereas before if he if he watches you know three or four minutes, you know, the, the attention span of a gnat, right? So you start watching for a few minutes, and then all of a sudden, oh, oh this is boring. I'll, I'll keep rolling. But then all of a now, again, baseball, traditional baseball fans, you've got them. I mean, they're there. What you're looking for is just your casual sports fan this channel surfing that stops and give them a reason to continue to watch. That's what I think the new rules might do. And I and I hope they do, because baseball is a great game. It's an absolute great game. That's poll question one. Uh two others we'll throw out there. Uh, if you're the Jaguars and you could only keep one. Uh, free agency, by the way, they uh they extended and restructured. I don't think they extended I've I've got to assume they've extended the contract to free up ten plus million dollars in space because the Con Foyer Alou only has two years left. He signed a three-year, forty-five million dollars deal. So I've got to think they extended that contract as well. So the Jags are already in the process of freeing, freeing cap money to uh, re-sign guys and maybe hit something in free agency. Um, you can only keep one though: Jawan Taylor or Evan Ingram. And then the other, okay, um, the most polarizing guy we've seen come out in the NFL draft in the last twenty years. It's probably Anthony Richardson. Um, if you had to choose tomorrow, and you were going to hand the keys of the car over to either Anthony Richardson or Kyle Trask, who would it be? And I say that because Trask was a beloved Gator. Um, could have transferred out, stayed with a two-star guy that Doug Nussmeier and Jim McElwain found, and he sat, 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 got a got time to shine, shine, and then he took advantage of it, right? Did great things, set passing records in Gainesville. Well. Then you have Anthony Richardson, one-year starter, who's been an absolute enigma in Gainesville. But he well, he's going top ten overall. There's no doubt about that. He's going top ten. He's, and he might go number one overall.
2: That would be great. It, it,
1: maybe. I would. I, look, I'm glad that I'm not in the position of being a GM or a head coach about to make that pick and having to decide on a quarterback in first round and, and AR 15 is on the board. I wouldn't want to make that pick because I, I wouldn't do it. But I will say this, again, and, and the reason I mention those two, again, one's a beloved Gator, one's an enigma. Uh, and Trask is about to get his opportunity in Tampa. And uh, AR – Can bring somebody and, else in? Well, Blaine Gabbard's there. They can bring someone oh, else in. But, but, the, but, the, but the talk is that they're about to give him a chance as a second-round drafted quarterback to see if give him the first shot at it in Tampa. Well, that's, I think that's, that's, that's a story. question
2: to me. That's Richardson all day long because the upside of Richardson is so much better than Trask. I mean, and I agree. I, mean, I ask. I think I don't know, you don't know what you have, but I think the upside of, like we said, the upside of Richardson, he could be great. Probably won't be, but he would have definitely could. Is anybody thinking that Trask is going to be this, this great NFL quarterback?
1: Well, you know what? He, he learned behind. He sat and learned behind Brady for a couple of years, uh, so we'll see.
2: I, I don't know. I mean, what's you know what? What's interesting is you're right about Richardson being the most uh, polarizing. Because I told you a couple weeks ago, friends of mine are like, look, if I had a, if I come down to the seventh round and I don't need anybody, yeah, I would take a flyer Richardson. I'm like, that's silly. That that sounds stupid. It is stupid. But then to say he could go number one overall, that's stupid also.
1: Well, here's why I could. Hey,
2: Vegas is usually pretty smart, right? Would you consider Vegas smart? Yeah.
1: He started about a couple of months back, he was like plus 10,000 to go
2: number one overall. This week, he's plus 750. So let me ask you, as I asked a friend of mine the other day, we were talking about the draft, and I said, so these GMs, we think, we don't know, we think they're supposed to know the game better than we do as just, you know, as fans and supposed to know better. So there's no way, so as fast my friend, so no way you take Richard's number one? No. I said, okay, so... Who's dumb? Either GM's are dumb, or you're dumb. Which one? No,
1: it's neither. It's neither are dumb. No, neither are dumb. Uh, This is what I will say, though, and and we'll bring Dolphin Gary in here in a few moments, but um, his upside is superstardom, right? His his ceiling is absolute becoming an NFL superstar. Um, But his floor, though, uh, is awfully low as... An everyday quarterback, right? Because you don't know, right? Look, his comparison is Josh Allen. He had a, he had a better statistical season in his his first and only year as a starting quarterback in Gainesville than Josh Allen did in his final year at Wyoming. And obviously, Anthony Richardson faced far tougher competition than Josh Allen did. But to me, his floor as a football player. His absolute floor is a, an upgraded version of Taysom Hill. That's that's his floor. He's a better, he's a, he's a bigger, stronger, faster version of Taysom Hill. If he doesn't make it as an every down quarterback and as your signal caller for ten to twelve years, now will he be willing if it doesn't work out? As say he say he goes to Carolina with number nine overall, Frank Reich. They try it. Cam Newton was there. Now and he's there. Can he become the next Cam Newton? Can he become Josh Allen? Say it does, it, it, it fails, right? It doesn't work. Would he be willing, though, to eat the home of pie that Tim Tebow never would? See, Sean Payton offered Tim Tebow the Taysom Hill role before Taysom Hill got that role. And Tebow, Tim Tebow said, no, I want to be a quarterback. It was offered to him by Sean Payton in New Orleans. If he would be willing to accept that role, if it doesn't work out as an every down quarterback, again, the floor would be a, an outstanding athlete that could do multiple things for you on the football field for ten plus years. And I'm not so sure it won't work out as him being the every down quarterback. What's his dolphin Gary at six four one ten ten. What's up, Gary?
3: Well, wait, real quick, Ron, I mean if you're talking about you know him being a, a glorified Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill wasn't even drafted. We're talking about AR going in the first round. But, I mean, are you willing yeah. to, to, to that's, that's take that's that? Apple, yeah, that's of apples faith. and
1: oranges.
2: That well, that, well no Anthony Richards, he's not going to change positions. What well, well, I will make it or break it. No, uh, let's well, say he maybe, does? Well, 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 say you he don't does.
1: know that? But what I'm saying, okay, what I'm saying, look, it doesn't matter where Taysom Hill was drafted or that he wasn't drafted. That that doesn't make a damn in this argument here because Tom Brady was a six round pick. Right, mm-hmm. so so Taysom Hill. If you knew that a floor for Anthony Richardson was Taysom Hill, but the ceiling was say Patrick Mahomes,
4: mm-hmm. would
1: you take him in the first round? Forget about where Taysom Hill was drafted or not. If you if if you if and I'm telling you the floor, in my opinion, is is an upgraded version of Taysom Hill. If someone said, "Hey, Rob, mm-hmm. hey hey Chuck," if the floor is a better version of Taysom Hill, as he is right now, and the ceiling is a top 5 NFL quarterback, will you take him number one, or say in the first round, would you do it?
3: It's a, it's, it's a tough question.
1: It's not a tough question. It really isn't. It's not a tough first question round. at all. First a round, that's the dunk. problem. Yeah, yeah first that's round. My that's my problem. First round's not a problem. I mean, think about this. Uh, everybody gets, you get six or
2: seven first round No, no,
1: every, no, every no, year. no. You're going to waste it, them. Quit being hypocritical here. You and I have done shows in the past on Saturdays on Draft Day, and we've gone. We went through when we were at the old Mudville Grill years ago, the the original one. We did a draft show, did a, t- a ton of research, and we went over like the previous 20 years of, of the draft, and went through every single first round pick, every single one of them, and they were all it was like 50-50 either. And I don't mean just. Average players. Fifty percent of the first-round picks were absolute busts. They were out of the league in three or four years, and the other fifty percent were between superstars, OK players, very good players. So I'm not saying the number one overall pick. I wouldn't want to be in that that situation. But why? So like Detroit, I think they're at six and 18, right? I think uh, Seattle with the Denver picks, they've got two high first-round picks. Uh, they would be. Those would be great landing spots for him. Vegas as well has a couple of high first-round picks. And, of course, Carolina's well, nine.
2: Let me give you real quick okay. a – this is a poll question customized just for you. So, okay. you have said all along, and I tend to agree with you, To look, the Ravens not win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. Yep. So, you're the Ravens GM. You could have Jackson or Richardson. Who do you, who would you take? Because I think you, you've kind
3: of – I'm posting that. It,
2: and if you said Whew. if you said Jackson, I would say, well, wait a minute. Don't be hypocritical because you told me the Ravens can't win with Super Bowl Jackson. Right. You don't know what they can do with Richardson. Yeah, that is that is correct. So okay, so that, I, that's a good question.
1: Now you're calling me out on the on the floor here, and I like it. I kind of like that
2: flipping it back on you.
1: <laughs> I'm of the belief that you'll never win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. Right. I think his 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 better days are behind him. His body, than, well, the reason I said his body's breaking down, He's about Chuck. to get 250 million dollars guaranteed. No, 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 guaranteed. no, no, he's not. There's talk no, the commanders
2: not. might Daniel Snyder might do that as like a party gift to the fans <laughs> to kind of stick it to him <laughs> and give him a guaranteed contract. That's great. the talk. That's
1: great. I, heard, I read this morning. That, that, Did you hear that? Well, read? I read this morning. Now Daniel Snyder may not sell at all. He told Jeff Bezos, you're on the sideline. You can't bid on the team because he knows he'll, he'll give him enough money. He wants a reason to not sell. That's what's going on in, in the nation's but capital right Jackson now. anyway, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Look, I'll say this. If it's about consistently winning on, on a consistent basis and getting into the playoffs and maybe uh, making a go of it, I, I'd want Lamar Jackson. But upside, uh, you know, a potentially of maybe landing me a Lombardi trophy, Probably Richardson, but I'd be scared to death to do it. I'm just glad that in the city of Jacksonville, Florida, we're not there because we've got our guy. We've got our guy for the next 10 to 12, 15 years or whatever it is. Let's go, Tila. So uh, let's go uh, We'll squeeze Gary in before we break here. Gary, what's going on, man?
4: Hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey. Before I talk about B-Chuck, I got a good stat for you. You love a good stat. Oh, yeah. Hurricanes have more wins in basketball than the Gators and Seminoles combined.
2: <laughs> that's a pretty good stat. You said,
4: Chuck? I
1: didn't know Miami Hurricanes had basketball fans. Wow, that's it's interesting. They got a good team this year. I know they
2: do. Uh, sure they do. I'm a fan of all uh, Hurricane
4: athletics. You know that. <laughs> What's going on you
1: here? What, know, what else you got uh, for us, man? Go ahead.
4: Don't don't, don't play dumb with me. I'll go it's easy with you. Uh, yeah.
1: That's what they
4: say. Thank God they're making these batters finally stay in the box. I remember old Yankee games with uh, Ortiz and Jeter. Those guys would step out after every single pitch. And these games lasted four hours and 15 minutes. It was absolutely ridiculous. Step out, pitch, step back, adjust your gloves, adjust your, you know, whatever. That's right. It got to the point that it was a dog and pony show.
1: Oh, yeah, no, no doubt. I look, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to this for sure. I'm looking forward to the speeding up of the game for sure. Finally. Thank you, guys. All right, thanks, Gary. So, uh, here, now here are the the, the the tracking stats for Anthony Richardson, right? Uh, last year, I talked about the good stuff. Look, he's going to the combine. He's going to throw he, he,
2: it.
1: Next year in the NFL, Armed talent. I don't mean accuracy because he has a lot of accuracy issues. He is he going fixed. to the
2: combine or wait for a Yeah, No, he's going to the combine. Really? Yeah. I saw. He's, he's,
1: like, uh, he's got terrible footwork. Or wait to the terrible footwork. His, his thing is when he takes a five- or seven-step drop, sticks that back foot in the ground, and his primary read is there, he's good. He's very good, very accurate. The problem is when he puts that back foot in the ground, and it's not there, and he starts moving a bit. His feet and his head are not in alignment. His footwork is all over the place, and that's what caused the terrible inaccuracies to the tune of Chuck and Rob. Last year, he only can comp- only six, this is according to ESPN stats and information, only 69.9% of Richardson's passes were considered catchable, which ranked 110th amongst the 124 qualified FBS. Quarterbacks, and 13.2 percent of his incompletions were thrown to receivers who didn't have a single defender within five yards of them when the pass arrived. That was ninth highest rate in 2022.
2: Okay, so there's, that's the bad. I'm really gonna hit home with you now. I love okay. this. So. All right. I'm really gonna hit home with this. What's okay. the good, Ron? I, yeah, what's I, the
1: good? I, well, the that's good, is, the good, the good is the fact that he can throw the ball a country mile. At 100 miles an hour. Well, he's going to have a top five NFL arm the day he walks into the league. His arm is every bit as good as uh, Uncle Josh Rico Allen. from Napoleon Dynamite? Uh-huh. Not as good as his. No, no way. But, uh, but no, he, he's got a huge arm. Uh, physical traits are, are through the roof. Uh, a very good dude. Uh, very humble kid. Uh, we'll give you everything he's got. Now, last year, look, in Gainesville, here's what's, what's, what's bad for him. Gator fans were upset with him because, oh, he took plays off. He didn't want to get hurt. Didn't want to run. Didn't want to this. Didn't want to that. You know, he's on the sideline looking around, sort of detached.
3: Didn't play uh, in the bowl game.
1: It, it, well, that's, that, that doesn't matter. No one plays the bowl games anymore. Yeah. Nobody does. Just saying. Um, and, uh, and then the Gator haters. Oh, he he's terrible. So everyone it's like everyone's against him. And he's a good dude. Everybody's against him. Everyone is. So it's weird to have that. Usually you have at least one you know, you have uh detractors and you have people on your side and everyone is like against him it seems Except like Except
2: the GMs seem to love him.
1: They do. They do seem to love him. Um See so yeah, he's got look, he's got a lot going for him. Man, you you say the good, right? I mean he, He threw, I want to say last year, okay, he was, he led all FBS quarterbacks in yards per rushing at 6.4, well clear Bo Nix's 5.7 yards per carry. Here's what, here's the thing with with, uh, rushing stats in college football is sacks go against your rushing numbers in college football, and and in the NFL, it, it goes against passing numbers as far as yards, right? So, so with with Anthony Richardson, had he had he if you take the sacks away, he probably averages 10 yards of carry. It's crazy. All right, so we'll, we'll break here. We'll come back. Continue that discussion. get a poll of questions out there are these: uh, with the new rules in baseball, are you more inclined to, to 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 watch more? Yay? Nay? Yes or no? Uh, the Jack Jacksonville Jaguars. Um. Um. If you had to choose between Juwan Taylor or Evan Ingram, who would you keep? And then uh, Anthony Richardson, who's the topic of our first segment here. If you had to turn, your, to turn the keys of the car over to either Anthony Richardson or Kyle Trask, two former Gators, moving forward, which would it be? We'll discuss that more from Big Swings in the north side on 1010XL. Compton and
0: company on 1010XL. And welcome back to Confident Company, company from Dick's Wings of the north side,
1: 641-1010, 641-1010, text line, phone lines, Twitterverse as well. Poll questions out there, again, are these, uh, Jawan Taylor or Evan Ingram, if you only keep one Jaguar fans, who would you keep? Uh, Major League Baseball with the rule changes, uh, with the speeding up of the game, uh, more runs being produced. Uh, based on the no longer uh, with the, the, the exaggerated shift no longer in place, uh, pitchers can only throw over uh, twice per AB, which will increase base stealing like it did at the AAA level last year. Will you, you will you be more inclined to watch Major League Baseball this year? Yes or no? And then the other, if you had to pick between Anthony Richardson and Kyle Trask to direct your team moving forward, who would it be? Uh, and we're going to go into this Taylor Ingram discussion here in a few moments, and I think I'm going to go against the grain if I had to pick one of the two. Uh, tell, tell folks, Rob, where we are thus far uh, with, with our poll questions.
3: Yep, again, the question. And we had a,
1: and we had a bonus question, too, that Chuck threw out there.
3: We do, yeah. I'll, I'll review that one. Who do you want the Jaguars to sign more? A whopping 83.3% Evan Ingram. Okay, yep. The uh, right. bonus question real quick. Might as well just throw that one out there. You're the Ravens, Jim. Who do you want uh, at QB more next season? Lamar Jackson, 77.8. So we're seeing two polarizing uh, questions sure. here.
1: Yep. Okay. Uh, where are we in the Richardson-Kyle Trask question?
3: This one's kind of fun. Who are you giving the keys to in the offense first? Gators quarterbacks. Kyle Trask leads the way 61.2%.
1: And I thought that would be the case, which I Mm. think is is the wrong answer. (laughs) I was pretty sure that would be. Why? Because there's a lot of Gators that listen to our show in the area. And, again, they all loved Kyle Trask. And not many of them loved Anthony Richardson. And I was an AR fan, man. Again, I I think that, look, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for him. I hope that he tears it up in the league. And then the other, the baseball question, where
3: where do we stand? Yep, with the new MLB rules in place, will you be tuning in this season? Here we go, guys. 44.2%, you know it, exclamation point.
1: All right, I like that. Hey, any look, the more people we can get back into the game of baseball, the better because it's it's a beautiful game, man. I mean, the the game of baseball is is so much fun, man. It it really is. I love coaching it. Uh, I love playing it. And I enjoy watching it as well. Uh, it's, it's a great game. And now if we can find a way to get some of the, the younger folks back involved in, in watching the game by making it a little more exciting, meaning more runs well, being funny. scored. Plenty,
2: plenty of young people play it. It, 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 it. it More so than football. Yeah. Because these are played. But when it gets up to the professional level, it's like, well, you know, baseball is a thing of the past. Nobody watches it compared to football, which obviously they don't. It's just, uh, It's just funny because, you know, I, I know a lot of my friends' kids play baseball. Hardly any of my friends' kids ever play football.
1: It's a great Eagles song on, by the way.
2: Peaceful, easy feeling. It's okay. Such
1: a great song. It's okay. It's yeah, not just okay. It's a great song.
2: Their best song is Take It to the Limits.
1: That's, a, that's another great one.
2: By the way, how about a uh, –
1: okay, let me ask you guys a question. Now, think about beyond the major sports. Who's the most overpaid, overhyped, uh, sports figure do we have today, and maybe in the history of sports?
3: That is an not, interesting. You're not question. talking
1: major sports. No, I'm, I'm. I'm talking all sports, and this but, guy is not. He does not participate in one of the major sports. You would argue 30 years ago it was a major sport. There, there's your clue. There's your hint. Wow. The most overhyped,
2: overpaid athlete in the
1: history of sports.
2: So you're considering soccer is a major sport, right?
1: Yeah, I'm considering that as a
2: media. Although Americans don't really like it, it's still a major sport. Yep. I'll let you guys
1: think think on that that. for a few moments. I'll let you guys chew on that for a bit. So now it's still a
2: sport, but it's not a major sport anymore.
1: That's correct. That's correct.
2: Golly, I'm thinking about riding. And I'll let
1: you guys think about that. No, no, it won't be bull riding. A bull rider doesn't make money. I don't make any damn money. don't know that? Think about some of the sports that you know that make a ton of money. And just, just think about it. Just, just
2: okay. Just, well, just, just, well, they all say you said it's not major, so I have to go off the rails a little bit. Uh, yeah.
1: when, I, when I say major, I'm talking about football, baseball, basketball. Those are the three major ones. Those are the, those are the only three sports in America that's cared about. No one gives a damn about soccer. No one cares about hockey. I'm talking about the three major sports when it comes from a rating standpoint. The only three that really matter: baseball, football,
2: basketball. Well, if we're gonna go by ratings. It's really football and the three way down after that because did you see where like a playoff game was watched like by 45 which was the NFC or NFC championship games were watched like 45 billion people and then if you combine the highest rated fast NBA game, MLB and NHL, it didn't even come close to that 45. I million. understand. So sure, it's the one. It's the, it's it's the one way up here. And the other three way, I, way down I, here. I would. I would concur with that, yes. I what do you agree. guys
3: think with the new MLB rules? What do you guys I, think? What's y'all's take on this? I Cause I, th- I, th- I, th- I do, too. I think I this is going to be great. The bigger bases. I, I have a feeling we're going to see quite possibly one, maybe even two 40-40 kind of guy just because I think They're going to be running all over the place. They want higher scores. That's why they're doing all this. The pitch clock. I love it. I love it. It's pushing the pitchers. They're even already. Spring just started, what, just yesterday. Yep. And I was watching a game, and they were interviewing the pitchers. Like, what's your take on it? They're like, I have to hurry up. Heck, Manny Machado got called, what, a strike or whatever they're going to – however they're going to penalize these guys because he didn't – he exhausted the eight seconds to get inside the box.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, look, I love it, okay? Because now it will now – Get these baseball games in the, the, the speed, the It'll speed get of the game, right? Yeah. We'll get it within these these three hour windows, right? Okay, but then the um, the excitement of the game will increase because people look. Why is the NFL far more popular now than it was thirty years ago? Because of the scoring, right? You exactly. People love. People, you look, remember the old adage, you know, glavin and smokes. I mean, I'm sorry, glavin and Maddox chicks. Dig the long ball, right? Hit it a The commercial, Great commercial. right? Great okay, commercial. so now all of a sudden, it won't just be the long ball, but because of the changes, uh, you'll see more stealing, you'll see more base hits. It's gonna be it's gonna be more exciting, and it's gonna happen. At a more rapid pace. It's yeah. like
3: the NBA with with the three ball. I mean, you know, like with Steph Curry and everything. Heck, there was a game last night. I mean, the combined score was over three hundred points. Right? There's no defense. You know, yeah, like that
1: was, that was the Clippers in Sacramento, and that was <laughs> over three hundred points collectively. Yeah. That's insane. That was, that was Westbrook's first game with the Clippers. Insane. And uh, yeah, either one seventy seven, one seventy six, one seventy six, one seventy five. But yeah, they were. That, that's what it was last so night. So if yeah. I
2: was manager, coach at baseball now, especially the pitchers, and I'd say, here's the mindset you need to get into now. Think back to high school with your girlfriend. She needs to be home at 11 and it's 1045. That's the mindset I want you to be in. You've got to get to it. You've got to get to it. It's pretty good, Chuck. It's pretty good. I'll give you that one. So let me ask you, Rod. You, you somehow, for some weird reason, like the NBA All-Star Game, I, heard I didn't watch week. This okay, well, it this year. Okay, I heard it it all week I'll bet people, how awful of a game it was. It's it's, so, it's look. It's What's still, your take okay. on it? So you didn't watch it? No,
1: okay. well, I see some highlights. Okay. It was terrible. The so re- Okay, hold on. Okay, re- all right, the NBA All Star Game is now on that that same trajectory that the Pro Bowl was on. Twenty years ago, the Pro Bowl was fine. They tried hard. They played hard. They may have. They, they didn't do. They didn't go hundred percent. But it mattered to them in the last, you know, five minutes of the game when the game was on the line and was close. Right? They tried hard. They tackled. They hit. They did everything. And then they now it's they, they stopped trying at all. And now it's that there's no longer a Pro Bowl. The NBA, the same damn thing. The same thing they would try in the fourth quarter or five or six minutes left. But watching that nonsense last. Sunday, the replays that I've seen, they were still, when they when they were in the fourth quarter, they were allowing guys to drive the lane and do off-the-backboard, self oop dunks. I mean, come on, man, really. So they just stopped trying. Right. I used to enjoy it. No, I, now I don't. Um you I to turn it to a skills challenge, maybe? Maybe. Point? I mean, they already have some yeah. of that now. They right, so what do you else are you going to do, yeah? Now, I tell you what, I enjoy the dunk contest. That's the only thing all weekend I watched. Uh, me and my yeah yeah so, me and my girlfriend and and her son, uh, ran uh, ran the Jaguars 5K, and we went down for that. Uh, then we got home, and I turned the TV on, and it was it was the uh, the dunk contest that just started. And I said, okay, I'll watch it. And old Mac McClung, man, that dude could flat out get after it. I thought, wow. Yes, he look can. Now, look at that white guy go dump. Even what Shaq do you, what said do you he mean can't jump? What, do you mean, what do you mean white men can't
2: you jump? What do you mean white men can't jump? You know they're remaking that
3: movie. Uh, yeah, well, no. It's already remade. It's no. oh, coming sorry. out. No.
2: It's already been remade. Oh, it, 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 it
1: comes out like in a month, yeah.
3: Who's the no. white man that can't jump in that movie?
1: Not Woody Errolson. I don't know the answer to that question. Had <laughs> a buddy of mine on fan me, He's trying to distract me here. Norvell is the man. Are you on drugs? My my buddy my buddy Derek's on drugs. He really is. Well,
2: according FSU, he's fast. Yeah, he's the man.
1: I, hey, you know what? Hey, hey Derek. Hey, call the administration. And extend him for twenty more years, please. Give him a, give him a twenty year extension. That's what I would
2: do. He has the, a great idea. So who's that? this texting you.
1: What's that? Who's that? A oh, buddy of mine, Derek. Yeah.
2: He, yeah. He didn't go to FSU or anything, right?
1: Of course not. He's probably a Georgia Bulldog fan and, and a
2: and a Well, okay, fan. Well, I'm anybody an FSU fan, if you went to FSU, watch out because in a couple of years they're going to be they're going to be blowing up your phone that we need money to buy out this clown's contract. Yeah. So he
1: just sent me a text message that white men can jump. That way, I, there's at least one white guy who can jump.
3: <laughs> Mac- so I'm watching the preview for this uh, remake, and it looks yeah. really bad.
1: I mean, I will watch it. There's no, there's no way in the world it could, it could measure up to the original because the original "White, White Men Can't Jump" is
2: outstanding. It's absolutely. Outstanding. I don't understand these remakes, so if somebody, why would you just, if you've never seen the movie, why would you just go watch the old one? Why would someone think, yes, a new one would, would be a great why? idea? Why? Because people are going to go, well, they're going to pay to see it. And
3: Hollywood's people run out pay of ideas. To
1: see it. I mean, yeah, exactly. Hollywood has run out of ideas. If I could do it, it's just a remake. Only so many storylines you can run, you know? And there might be a, a different ending to this one. Maybe, maybe Gloria doesn't end up on Jeopardy. Maybe she, maybe she doesn't leave. Uh, Billy Hoyle. Maybe they stay together. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Sydney. Uh, you know, they they beat the, uh, what, the what the brothers called. Uh, the, the, gosh, man, I had all the names right. The guys, they the king, the king and duke, or the king and whatever they were. Maybe they beat them early in the movie. Hell, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but people will watch it. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably change it up a little bit. It won't be a complete. Uh, remake in the same storyline, I wouldn't think. All right, we'll break here. We'll come back. When we come back, we're going to turn our attention to Joanne Taylor, Evan Ingram, that poll question, who would you rather keep if you could only retain one? Uh, I think my opinion will differ. I know it's going to differ from most. Uh, hopefully they bring them both back. And I'll tell you why I think it should be Joanne Taylor if you had to pick between the two. That and more next from Dick Swings in the Northside 1010XL.
0: I open the door and take you inside the locker room to get you closer to the field, the players and coaches you care about. Get a look at Hayes' blog on 1010XL.com. My blog is brought to you by Roland reach Plumbing, where quality and experience count. oh. oh, oh. Your engine against sludge and wear with a synthetic oil change. O'Reilly Auto Parts has five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $35.95, plus get two times O rewards points. Our professional parts people can recommend the supplies you need, including a filter, funnel, shop towels, drain pans, and more. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. O, oh, O, oh, O, oh, O'Reilly
4: Auto Parts. Men, if you're struggling with erectile dysfunction or PE and frustrated taking pills that don't work, Prime Men's Medical Center offers breakthrough medical treatments that effectively treat your problem. 98% of patients experience immediate results during their first office visit. And for a limited time, your initial consultation and first treatment are completely free. Listen to a specialist in men's health. I'm Dr. Rabinsky. The physicians at Prime Men's Medical Center offer the most advanced treatments that eliminate ED and PE. Now men are lasting 30, 60, 90 minutes or longer, regardless of age or medical history. Guys, to eliminate your frustration in the bedroom, call Prime Men's Medical Center now to take advantage of this exclusive limited-time offer. Your initial consultation and first treatment are totally free, and you'll see instant results right in the office. Call now, 904-664-8217. 904-664-8217. That's 904-664-8217.
1: David here with Royal Pest Services, that grass is waking up from its winter nap. Royal is close to applying products that help bring it out of that dormancy. Our granular aeration allows treatment to get to the root system. Visit RoyalPestServices.com to schedule a free estimate. It's grow time!
2: Hello Jacksonville, this is Greg McGarrity, President and CEO of Gator Bowl Sports. Tax TaxSlayer Gator Bowl game and events have been a Jacksonville staple for more than 75 years. We support more than 4,200 local youth annually through Gator Bowl charities. Gator Bowl sports is a perfect way for local companies and individuals to get involved. We'd love to meet with you and talk about how you can join our team. If you'd like to learn more, contact us at 798-1700, 798-1700.
0: He's the quarterback whisperer. You can do this. Teddy Thompson joins the drill. Friday mornings in the 8 o'clock hour to talk QB. This man right here does whatever it takes. Brought to you by Tyson Sound and Security. Security and automation experts on 1010XL.
3: Some listeners like you are experiencing firsthand the amazing pain relief from QC Kinetics, even calling your favorite radio host to share the good news.
2: QC Kinetics, I had my right ankle worked on four months ago. Awesome. That's yeah. great, oh, Mick. What's that, man.
4: Yes, they worked right, on my Mick. elbow.
0: Every day, the QC Kinetics medical professionals treat patients like
3: Mick with the latest regenerative therapies using natural biologics, concentrated right at the hurting joint. No surgery, no downtime. I'm
1: telling you, QC Kinetic is the way to go
0: if you don't want to go under the knife and suffer for three months. Yep. It, it was very easy, as you well know, with your elbow. I'm Anyways, telling you. You guys are awesome. Mick, appreciate it,
4: buddy. Thanks for the phone call. Really appreciate it. I'm so glad that QC Kinetics did some wonders for you. I mean, regenerative medicine, man, that's the thing these days. Living proof right there. Call
3: QC Kinetics now for your consultation.
0: 904-274- 5522. That's 904-274- 5522. 904- 274-5522. Two. Waste Management is paying a $5,000 bonus to CDL drivers and heavy truck mechanics for jobs in Jacksonville, Green Cove Springs, Callahan, and St. Augustine. Apply online at wm.com careers.
3: Equal Opportunity Employer.
0: Arc Services Group offers full-service commercial plumbing, refrigeration, HVAC, and electrical divisions. Our team partners alongside general contractors and businesses to tackle complete project renovations and new construction projects. We are active. Hiring service plumbers, refrigeration technicians, refrigeration foremen, plumber journeymen, plumber helpers, HVAC mechanics, electricians, and electrician helpers. We offer our employees outstanding benefits and growth opportunities. Go to careers at to apply today. This 1010XL 92.5 FM hour is powered by Anna Jarr and Levine accident attorneys. Call 1 800 747 That's 1 800 747 3733. Compton & Company, on 1010XL.
1: Man, I can just sit back and listen to some Beastie Boys for a while, man. Love those guys. Love them. Uh, we are here at Dick's Wings. In the north side, Ron Compton, Chuck Elliott, Rob Machio producing at 641-1010, 641-1010 tonight from 7 until 10 o'clock. Dick's Wings will have the Brass attraction. Experience Jackson's hottest horn band tonight here at 7 to 10 at 12,400 Yellow Bluff Road at the intersection of Yellow Bluff and New Berlin be, uh, Roads. It could be
2: Chicago-like. Yeah.
1: I may come out tonight for that.
2: Yeah, I like that. If it's like, yeah, they have some. You know, yeah. They have some
1: breath, So, a poll question again. Are these uh, baseball's rule changes? Are uh, you, will it, it uh, bring you back into the game, and will you know? Will you watch more? Will you watch more now than before, with more offense and the game being played at a more rapid pace? Uh, Anthony Richardson, Kyle Trask. If you had to pick one of the two moving forward as your quarterback, who would you give the uh, keys? Uh, uh, but you know, the, the, the keys of the car. Who, who, who would you give them to? And then uh, the one we're going to discuss now: John Taylor or Evan Ingram. And if you haven't heard, uh, the Jaguars uh, just restructured FoA Lewican's contract to free up over 10 million dollars in cap space going into the 2023 season which I have to think that maybe Rob maybe it's out now uh, the contract details, but there' was only he signed a three year 45 million dollar deal and for them to be able to save that much money in year two of the contract, I've got to think they've extended him. I would guess, but maybe not, maybe not, maybe just converting everything into a, a roster bonus put, and pushing a bunch into the next year, which the Jaguars are like $80 million under the 2024 projected number, um, which would make a lot of sense there. All right, so, so the question is, if you had to pick one of the two to retain Evan Ingram or Jawan Taylor, who would it be? Uh, and I've got a hunch that uh, the majority of the people listening, Rob, and you can tell me here that it's still about the same that the majority say Evan Ingram, correct?
3: You are correct. 86.5% wow, of even the vote. Wow,
1: It was 83 Evan before now, Stephen widened yep. So who would you guys, who would you guys retain?
3: I'm going Evan Ingram uh, myself. Uh, I like what he did. He's always been super talented, just had Daniel Jones as a quarterback for as long as he did, and now he has Trevor Lawrence, so go figure. That is career year.
2: Obviously, Ingram's a glamour position, so that's why most people Say Ingram, but I guess you're going to tell us that I'm going to tell you why.
1: Why it's to me, it's a no-brainer in my opinion. I think I think the, with the restructuring of Luicin, um, and they'll end up cutting Shaquille Griffin and and Roy Roy Robertson Harris. We either get restructured or they'll release him. Um, Tayshaun uh, uh, Jenkins will probably probably get extended and, and redone to free up some money. There's a lot. Of, there's some moves they can make. Again, wh- where. The, where they're in good shape is they have an owner with a bunch of cash, and when you have a lot of cash, um, unlike, unlike like Dean Spanos, the the Chargers ownership group, they can't do that, right? They don't, they can't, they don't have a blank, che- empty checkbook to stroke these big signing, these signing bonuses, the roster bonuses. Shaq Khan does, and he has no qualms at all with, with you know, stroking those big checks. So. Due to the fact that they are way under the cap in 24 and 25, uh, they can do something they haven't done in quite a while and move a bunch of money into the future. Because, look, think about this. The Rams are a complete rebuild boat. They're going to trade Jalen Ramsey within the next week or two. I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Donald is next. Who knows? Well, they'll what they'll do with Matthew gone, Stafford. Man. They've already cut Bobby Wagner. Uh, so I think they'll do what the Jaguars did two years ago. They'll have like $50 million of dead money. So they, they won't have uh, an ability to field a competitive team next year. The Buccaneers also rebuild mode. Look for Leonard Fournette to be gone. Tom Brady obviously is retired. Uh, they'll be, they'll, Mike Evans may get traded. There's a lot of moves they're going to make. Hell, Kyle Trask, they're going to let him be the guy. I think they're rebuilding. Think about how short those windows are. You're talking about two teams that just won Super Bowls, right? I mean, you have a couple franchises that just won Super Bowls, and now they're blowing it all up, both Well, they of them. accomplished their goal. They, they, they accomplished their goal. But they, they're not blowing things up. Well, I It shows are you how that. short these windows can be, right? The Jaguars are
2: in a much better situation than either one of those franchises. For what two years, right? Because don't forget, sooner or later, that second contract for Lawrence is going to. Well, be-
1: the, the 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 salary cap is about to explode in terms of where it's going with the, with the new TV deals that are about to, to kick in. Uh, but the Jaguars have a relatively young football team with a bunch a bunch of guys under contract, and they had and they've got a young quarterback that uh, that's, that's 12 to 15 years, paying whatever he wants. Pay him whatever he wants. He's, your, he's, he's, he's that guy. But the reason I would take Jawan Taylor over Evan Ingram is this. I'm not saying Evan Ingram and Julius Thomas at all. I'm not saying that. Um, but what I will say is I don't think it's a, a coincidence that Evan Ingram, who was considered a bust and a guy that couldn't catch a football until this past season, had a career year along with Zay Jones and Christian Kirk, who, by the way, Kirkins Jones, were number one and two in drops. Isn't that amongst, crazy? Amongst receivers in the NFL. Think about those, if they weren't number one and two in drops, how, what the completion percentage and the QB rating of Trevor Lawrence would be then. But my point is, all three of those guys had career years. It's not a coincidence. It's about the quarterback and the play caller. I'm not saying that you can plug any tight end in and, and he's going to have huge numbers. Look, Evan Ingram, the first part of the year, didn't do a damn thing. He, he got hot late, you know? It'd be one game it would be one game, it would be Ingram. One game, it's Jones. One game, it's Kirk. They would take what the defense was giving them. I mean, as a play caller, Doug Peterson probably a top three play caller in the NFL. He, he plays chess when other guys are playing checkers. He schemes guys open. Think about, again, Julius Thomas, Peyton Manning made that dude a ton of money here in Jacksonville. I think it was like five years, $50 million or something like that. Two years here, then to Miami, then he retires. Again, I think that if you've got the right guys in place uh, making quick decisions and you can protect them, I don't, I'm i not saying you can have anybody out there, but you damn near can have anybody out there, and, and he's going to hit the open guys, put up big numbers. Look, you put Calvin Ridley down to this offense, you, see, if you had Ridley, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, Obviously, uh, ET into the backfield. Pick your damn tight end. It doesn't matter. Again, it it sort of matters, but it doesn't. That tight end is going to get a bunch of open looks because of the attention being paid to all of these others. The middle of the field, these seam routes be wide-ass open. Um, But on the, the offensive line, you can never have enough really good big bodies. And Jawan Taylor was the best Jaguars offensive lineman in 2022. He was their very best offensive lineman. So now, and you don't know the status of Cam Robinson off the injury. So you, say Cam comes back, he's completely healthy. Then maybe the best five play. Could you imagine an offensive line? Say Cam Robinson, you move him into guard. Because remember, his rookie season, he played a little guard. Say guard, uh, Sheriff and Robinson, are your guards, Fortner at center, with your bookends of uh, Walker Little, uh, who played very well. Um,
3: that's, what I, gonna That's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly what Taylor? Yeah. That's why I feel like the Walker Little kind of stepping up and doing what he did. I mean, what you're saying with tight end, I totally get. But, like, why would we want to remove a tight end who's now familiar for a whole season underneath the offensive scheme? Um, not the best blocker in the world, but his great hands. And, and like, we no, want we all the weapons. Not, not, we want all the weapons. Evan
1: Ingram does not have great hands. The, the knock on him going into this year – he had Roberto, Roberto Duran hands, hands of stone he couldn't catch.
3: I didn't say great, but I did say he has hands, so that, that was good. Uh, that,
2: that, I think it better, it better be Alvis witted He really had hands of stone. <laughs> but, what? I, but what I, yeah, I, I get that,
1: but uh, you can never have enough big guys up front.
3: But you right? can never have enough and, weapons.
1: Okay. Offensively. We they have weapons. They've got plenty of weapons. If Calvin Ridley is who you enough. thought he was, if he comes back to where you thought he was, and you have ETN – with Zay Jones and Christian Kirk, you can put any damn tight end out there. You can put any of them. You draft, go draft go Malcolm Mayer in the first round. Go, go get the, uh, the kid from Utah, Kincaid, Dalton, uh, Dalton Kincaid in the first round, whatever. Um, again, I think they're going to ha- find room because of the restructuring of the contracts and guys are cutting to sign Ingram and then maybe franchise Taylor if you have to, or sign Taylor and franchise Ingram if you have to. It's only $11 million to franchise him. I was going to say, I,
3: I really like the idea of that. That's a really good point. Ron. Okay,
1: So you could do either and keep them all. But the sake mm. of this argument is if you could only have one. Right. And I to understand. me, mm. look, Cam Robinson missed a lot of time last year. Look, you're only a banged-up knee, a turned ankle away from, oh, my gosh, who's up, next man up. And it might not be the the sexiest of positions, but it's the most important unit on an offense, that offensive line. If you can't block for your guy, I don't give a damn who your your, uh, playmakers are, you can't win. If you can't block for your guy, you're not going to win. Yes, there are exceptions to the rule. The Bengals have not been able to block at all for Joe Burrow, but he finds a way to get it done, right? Right. But if, could you imagine with a little more time how much better he would be? And he's got weapons. He's got the weapons, right? But he, he doesn't have the line. So that's the other side of that. I, I agree. You can never have too many weapons. But uh, Which is
2: funny. I don't think it, was, it wasn't last year's draft. It was the year before, right? Remember they had a chance to – get a, was it, a left tackle. I I got think it's Casey now. They went with receiver. Remember that? They went for weapons instead of getting Burrow mm-hmm. more help. I just remember that being a big deal. By the uh, way, we, uh,
1: so the, the question I have, we're going to so, break here in a moment, The que- and we're going to come back and we'll do on this day anything, of sports here in a bit, some birthdays, um, and revisit the poll question when we come back that are out there. I ask you guys uh, the most overhyped, overpaid, over-whatever-athlete in the history of sports, and you guys didn't get it, and to me, it's a slam dunk, there's not even a close second, is Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather is the most overhyped, overpaid athlete in the history of the world. He's a terrible human being, okay? He dances around, you know, and he, uh, you know, yeah, wins fights, sure, whatever. And the reason I bring it up is he's, I think, fights an MMA exhibition or something, tonight against someone I've never heard of. You want to take a guess at the career earnings of Floyd Money Mayweather?
3: I literally just looked it up, so I won't answer. 553 it. million.
2: It's million. I'm just going to take a crazy guess. Double that, Chuck. A billion? $1.1 billion. So where has he made his money? Well, How many times does he fight?
1: Well, it, 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 that's my point. I mean, you think about money per minute. Money per second?
2: Boy, money he's, for nothing. He's he's got got the, the, he's, your for free. He's
1: got the right damn nickname, Money Mayweather, because all he does is he just rains in money. He makes it rain all over the place. They make it rain on him.
2: He's even a, he's even a better gambler.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, but he's $1.1 billion. Now, that's, some of that stuff is off, out of the ring. The majority of it is in the ring. But the money he makes, these pay-per-views, man, you know, the, the deals he, he cuts. Uh, dude, can't, he can't read. He can't read or write, but he can damn sure make money. He can't
2: read. He can't
1: read. He can't read. He can't read. He can't read, no. Floyd Miller, and there's, there's uh, I think, your, what rapper, is it 50 Cent? I think it's 50 Cent that, that's poked fun. And he said, man, he said, if you can read one chapter out of this book, I'll, I'll donate $10 million to whatever. Oh, go look it up. He can't read.
2: I remember our old uh, our old buddy, the late Greg Lars, used to ask a question. You always hear these stats about percentage of adults can't read. Do you know anybody that can't? Do you know an adult that can't read? Uh, no, I, I don't think I do. Yeah, you know, we always hear those stats, like twenty-three percent of the adult population in our country can't read. Well, do you know anyone that can't read? Yeah, you know, <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> I got my buddy Derek on the break here. Rob, do <laughs> you know anyone that can't read? I'm talking adult now. I'm not talking kids.
3: Uh, and I'm not talking. I'm not talking
2: someone. Yeah, with special needs. I'm talking something, what you would call just a regular, you know, functioning uh, adult. If
3: I do, they hide it very well.
2: But you always see those stats. Am I right about that? You always see those stats, you know, literacy. Yeah. they were way up there. But
3: Pick up a Dr. Seuss book.
2: Remember the
1: uh, Dexter yeah. Manley couldn't read.
2: Former Washington Redskins. Uh, well, there's great. Couldn't read. Right. right. Uh, Morgan Shepard, ex NASCAR driver. Yeah. I don't think he can
1: read it, right? So I got a buddy, Monty, says he's got his uncle riding with him. He says he's a Gator fan. Should he push him out of the car? I mean, my, my buddy's going to push his uncle out of the car for being a Gator fan. I think his uncle's a good Gator. So, in fact, when we come back, um, uh, we'll go to Gainesville.
2: Well, it's funny we got go to Gainesville. I had my friend, you know what I'm talking about. He texted me something off a of Gator message board. Here we go. You, well, you know, this is your fellow Gator fan I already Napier. said he's our Brian Harson. so he's uh-huh. got to go. I haven't but seen just, that. No, well, I, I got seen it right that. here on the message board for oh, you. Oh boy, okay, that's great. Well, <laughs> it's a Gator message board. That's I? great. That's great. Say, they You know what? what? And you're is <laughs> our, that's Gators twenty four seven. That's not <laughs> that's not Kate's board or anything. You know, get came
3: off the Gator message board. The Google is telling me that R. Kelly is somebody who is claimed to be illiterate. R. Kelly makes me wonder if that uh, pisses him off
1: he's uh <laughs> I mean look he's got bigger look, problems look, than yeah, he's, he's sure been, hey so he's right. had much bigger problems than not being able to read, but r l that's correct with like young girls and stuff uh but uh, yeah look, sure uh, you can pull a, a message board and nonsense like that, but here's what happens, whether it's the gator message board or Kane sports or in Tallahassee, what you have you've got fans right of, uh, of rival teams. That get a subscription to said board. They throw stuff out there to, to kind of create.
2: Stuff. I think there's really plenty of gators. And there's some gators that, don't and, like and,
1: and there's a lot of there's a lot of cane fans that don't like Cristobal. There's a lot of Seminole fans, albeit FSU to give season that don't like Norvell. Hell, no. hell, there's Alabama fans they won't name Nick Saban's head because oh my God, he ever won national title in a couple of years. Oh my gosh, Kirby Smart's. Out coaching them. Well, I mean, I'm just telling you. Is, are
2: they right? Yes, sir. No, they're, they're right. not right. Has Kirby Smart been out coaching the Sabre the last couple of years? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're think. not going to get better at saving. I get that. But technically, <laughs> they're correct. Yeah. Technically, uh, they are right. Gosh,
1: let's break here. We'll come back and we'll turn our attention to Gainesville and the coaching changes down there. That and north from Dick's Wings and Big Swings in the north side on Kenton XL. <laughs>
4: Tedeschi Trucks Band, live at Daly's Place, Thursday, June 22nd. For a chance to win tickets, text TRUCKS to the 1010XL text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures at 641-1010 now. So you need a new roof, or maybe you need your roof repaired. Barber & Associates has been providing quality commercial and industrial roofing since 1978, and they're ready to work for you. And they're looking for hard workers to join their team. But you've got to have a high standard of excellence and a commitment to quality. They offer great benefits like health insurance, 401K, guaranteed hours, and paid time off. Learn all about Barber & Associates at BarberJacks.com. BarberJacks.com.
0: Don't miss the Players' Championship, March 7th through 12th at TPC Sawgrass. Invite your friends and family to enjoy the ultimate fan experience, complete with bites from your favorite local restaurants and front row access to the PGA Tour's best players. While on site, be sure to visit the expanded PGA Tour Fan Shop to stock up on this year's championship gear. Secure your spot at the iconic stadium course today. Tickets and parking passes are on sale now at theplayers.com.
4: Roland, 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 we're all calling Roland. The toilet's overflowing, oh my. When hairballs, grease, and goo just won't let that water through, you need Roland reese plumbing by your side. When you have got a leak and you just can't wait a week, call 260-7059. Roland Reese Plumbing.
2: At Ameris Bank, we're with you. We asked our team what that means to them.
4: We're with you means we have a partnership.
2: It's a relationship. We're here for the long haul.
0: We have a solution for each and every person that chooses to bank with Ameris. When
2: you're starting your first checking account, starting your own business, buying a home.
1: Personally,
4: commercially, corporately, whatever needs you have, we take great care of our customers.
2: We're with you. We're with you. We're with you.
0: Learn what it means for you at AmerisBank.com slash with you.
3: Equal Housing Lender member FDIC. The Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute is now offering online scheduling for new patient appointments for all of their physicians. Simply schedule your appointment on your cell phone, tablet, or desktop. JOI is the first
2: orthopedic practice in North Florida to offer this feature to patients. To schedule your appointment online, visit JOI.net and click on the button at the top of the page. If you'll be
1: using insurance, be sure and have your information handy. JOI, where the pros go.
0: Jason Isbull and the 400 units August 12th, the St. Augustine amphitheater. with special guests the baseball project. Jason Isbull and the 400 units buy tickets at the box office or ticketmaster.com. Weather vanes out June 9th. Mark Watson with Hardball Creative, with the answers to the questions I'm asked
4: the most. Yes, we are local, and no, I'm not hiring an actor to read these commercials. Check us out at hardballcreative.com. Hardball
0: Creative. Hardball time. Yo, yo, yo. Are you looking for the lowest price on car insurance? ET here for Australia Car Insurance. Call 1-800-CAR-INSURANCE today. Australia is your quick and easy alternative to pay less for car insurance. Switch and save money. Call 1-800-CAR-INSURANCE today.
3: Hi, I'm Tyler Oldenburg, a volunteer vice chairman with the Players Championship. The Players is proud to support the Tesori Family Foundation,
4: which provides hope and healing hearts for children. It's 10 days until the
0: Players. Home of the Jaguars, WJXL-AM Jacksonville Beach, WJXL-FM Jacksonville Beach. This 1010XL 92.5 FM hour is powered by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-7473. That's one 800 747 Compton & Company on 1010XL. And welcome back to Compton Company, coming from Dick's Wings on the North
1: Side. Rob Macchio producing, Chuck Elliott, yours. Truly, truly, Ron Compton, glad to have you along with us talking sports with you up until 2 o'clock. We have poll questions that are out there, and they are these. Juwan Taylor, Evan Ingram, if you had to pick one of the two to keep in Jacksonville, who would it be? Uh, the majority of the people have said Evan Ingram. I've stated my case for Juwan Taylor because, look, you can never have enough good offensive linemen, uh, number one. You could say, well, you know, I mean, Walker Little played well last year. He did. Um, but, uh, you know, who knows uh, Cam Robinson, the extent of his injury. When will he be 100%? And then, you know what? These Lyme, man, think about all the time you get r- r- rolled up on, get blocked into, and all of a sudden an ankle, a knee, or whatever the case may be, man. I, to me, when you've got your franchise quarterback and that dude is the guy, you can never have have enough guys to protect him up front. And, in a, look, in a perfect world, they're all healthy. But then all of a sudden now you can just have the best five. Little and Taylor on the outside, Sheriff and, and uh, Robinson on the inside with Fortner as your center. How about that for offensive line? I mean, it'd be like the, the old Great Wall. Of, remember the old, the old Gator Great Wall?
2: Remember back in the day, Chuck? What yep. Yeah. Mid-80s. Yeah. The Great Wall. Of, the Great Wall? No, Crawford Kerr been, was one. Crawford Kerr. It might have been earlier than the mid-'80s. Might have
1: been. Early-'80s? I remember the Crawford tall, for right? Kerr because it was Kerr's. We had the old Kerr's Wing House. Here yeah,
3: yeah, started that down in. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Do you all think Karen. this will
3: be the best Jaguar team we've ever seen going forward? Like the best product we've ever seen on the field? Whew.
2: That 99 is going to be hard to top. That,
1: uh, that, you know, that 90, 96 to 99 and really, like Chuck said, the 99 team. 14-2. Yeah, well, yeah, 14-2, 15-3. You know, three losses out of the Titans. But, uh, but you yeah, know, look, this, this definitely has a chance to be the best of all time, the most complete team, because you've got the best quarterback that will ever don a Jacksonville Jaguars jersey playing for them right now.
2: That ever, right
1: has ever. Has ever, maybe ever. Well, definitely yeah. has
3: ever. Definitely has ever. Has ever, 100%. And possibly,
1: maybe ever. May, possibly, maybe ever. Uh, yeah. yeah, for a while. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, look, who's the best Cowboys quarterback of all time? Roger Staubach Better than No, Dak Prescott. Yeah.
3: Dak Prescott.
2: Don't get me started. I, I was going to say, we got sidetracked earlier, I was going to say when I said earlier I was going to hit home, Prescott. Or Richardson, you know, Prescott's not winning.
3: Ooh,
2: no, Prescott can win one. No, what do you mean? No, so you, say, you say Prescott's very quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Yes, come on, yes. All
1: absolutely. right, absolutely, one hundred percent. Come on, that's 100%. A tough one hundred that, percent. That's a juicy one, one. one. Because here's why. Why? Here's why. Here's why. why? Here's Why? <laughs> Dak Prescott has an elite skill set. He can do everything. Ball placement's good. This uh. He's he's, got, he's mobile enough, smart quarterback, he's a good leader, a good guy. The dude just won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Or what? But, I mean, it, 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 but it does matter. No he, it doesn't. It does matter. You're, you're, you're stupid. Your good guy has nothing ab- to do with No, but it's, but it's part of the package, it's you not. idiot. It's part of the package. You, God, you dumb a sometimes.
2: I'm not dumb. God,
1: it, it is part of the package. He's well-respected. Okay, oh, he's not Russell Wilson with an office on the second floor and, and the freaking football offices that the players can't stand. He's not a guy that's, hey, de- demanding your coach, your gym get fired. He's an upstanding dude with an elite skill set. The one knock on him, and my God, he's become Donovan McNabb. He's got to get that out of him. Uh, uh, he makes mind numbing, just stupid decisions. They, ha- they would have beat San Francisco. In the playoffs, had it not been for the mistakes made by Dak Prescott, right. the two interceptions, if he can clean that up, and I'm not, and it's a if, it's a big if, if he can clean that up, absolutely he can take the Dallas Cowboys to, to a Super Bowl, especially in the NFC. There's nothing there. Gonna, you got the Eagles. That's I'm it. Gonna keep Nobody home with you in the say, Niners. Look, a I would
2: take Jayla Hurts over Dak Prescott. I'm gonna keep hitting on with you. I mean, I take Daniel Jones over Dak Prescott.
1: Now that's the dumbest thing you might no, have ever done in airway.
2: You're stupid. You're stupid, one. Chuck. If okay. you think the that your Giants brass about to give him
3: forty There's, million dollars, yeah, and they're saying stupid. thirty-five million. They're saying thirty-five million. million. he wants
1: forty-five million dollars. Daniel Jones sucks. Okay, okay. Daniel that. Jones sucks. The, Daniel Jones is so great. The Giants didn't even give him. Not only did, it, did they not extend him, they didn't pick up a fifth year option. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible.
3: And not even uh, to mention that. To circle back to the Jaguars again, Evan Ingram had his career year with Trevor Lawrence the first year he's here, and he didn't do anything with Daniel Jones.
1: You're
0: stupid, nothing.
3: Duck.
2: You're stupid, Dang, if you're, hey, you're, Rob, yeah. You're bad stupid bad if you think hey, Daniel I'm, Jones is better than Dak be now Rob, this would be jokey. But I'm scared for my life to say I would take Sam Howell over Dak. <laughs> oh my God, he probably Oh punch no,
3: me. oh no. Let's not go there.
2: <laughs> yeah, Carson Wentz too, right?
3: No, oh, yeah. no, we're not even bringing him. Let's let what about this Taylor Russell Wilson Heineke, thing? Heineke, yeah. Heineke, you sure. They
1: no, Heineke. okay, Taylor we're done. Heineke we're sure. done. We're
3: done with that conversation. Lord, what about I, this no. Russell Wilson story? This so what is, is kind of wild. Okay. The Russell Wilson thing that's going on. Yeah, now. he's under heard, a lot of he's fire. Story, I
2: know he, had, like, he has like his entourage, he has his own offices. At the, 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 they already the shut
3: office. that down. They're, they're, I mean, I'm, I'm interested,
2: though, to see if,
1: Look, he's come out. The report was, the Athletic reported that, hey, that Russell Wilson, two weeks prior to him being traded to the Broncos, he wanted Pete Carroll and John Schneider, the GM, fired, and he wanted Sean Payton to be his head coach. That's what he – that, that mm-hmm. was su- supposedly in, yes. what in he asked Seattle. for yes. in yes. Seattle, right? Uh, it did happen. Two weeks later, he gets traded – uh, he's come out, obviously, and refuted those and said, look, I they love Pete Carroll. It, the
2: NBA yet. It's getting that way, okay. but it's not quite but, he, yet. but he's
1: come out and said, look, that didn't happen. I love Pete Carroll. Right. Me and him are close. Right. We've embraced. Right. That never happened. I, I'm curious as to whether or not you'll hear anything mentioned from the Schneider and Pete Carroll, the Seahawks uh, side of things. We'll see, I guess. But, but we broke. We came back. We were going to talk about Gainesville, uh, the Gators. Uh, lose three assistant coaches. William Piegler, tight ends coach, hardly knew ya. Uh, I was okay that he left. Uh, the, the position last year was an abomination. It was no good. He can't recruit, but he's to the NFL. He's gonna be he's gonna be assistant coach somewhere doing something. Maybe quality control. I don't know. Uh, now, Patrick Tony. Uh, the defense coordinator who was uh, embattled last year, people were calling for his head, said, man, we thought third and Grantham was bad. This is even worse. And it was bad. It was a bad defense, no doubt. Uh, but now he's on to coach defensive backs, I think in Arizona, I believe. And uh, and that, that loss didn't bother me much. But then um, you take uh, Kerry Colbert wide receivers coach, he did a great job recruiting, uh, developed guys last year as well. He's on now to coach wide receivers for the Denver Broncos. That's a loss I think maybe felt uh, a bit, right? So, uh, you know, um, but, and, but but to hear rival fan bases talk, oh, my gosh, what's going on in Gainesville? They can't keep anybody. The sky's falling. What in the world is going on? Well, truth of the matter is um, – you know, Nick Saban, and we were talking in the break. For the next five years, who would you rather have as your head coach, Nick Saban or Kirby Smart? I still say Nick Saban. Nick Saban's whatever year they turn over three or four uh, assistant coaches. Every year, this year the defensive coordinator and offense—they're bringing Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator. They're bringing a new defensive coordinator. Um, Al Gordy was was let go, so. They were placed guys every year. No one says anything about that. And right, well, it's Alabama, right? Um, now, but Georgia, though. Georgia, um, finally, now, the last two years, you lose Landon, you, Dan Lanning, your defense coordinator, takes up the Oregon job. You lose Todd Munkin this year uh, as your OC. He's now going to coach the, be the OC for the Baltimore Ravens. So, now they lost a lot of players last year. Obviously, fifteen guys are drafted out of Athens last year. They'll lose a lot this year as well. Um, but how does how does how do they how does Kirby adjust now uh, without, without his OC uh, on the heels of losing DC last year? So you Chuck, you said you'd rather have Kirby smart for the next five years
2: right now, yeah. right? If it was if it was just this year. I would say Saban, I think five years, and y'all kind of rebuffed me during the break, but I think you do have to take age in consideration. Uh, Saban, what's Saban? I'm going to say the 68. I'm just going to throw a, a number out there, but I think age could be a factor going,
1: going Well,
2: see, I don't think it is. 71. No, if you, if you, 71. Okay, even worse, 71. I Look, you can – I, I gotta go with Kirby. 8 doesn't matter, man. 8 doesn't matter. Seventy-one is
1: like, Nick Saban is like fifty-five. Well, okay. Pete Carroll
3: is seventy-one. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pete, I mean, Pete 71. Carroll.
1: Was a... So Belichick's to me, it'd be one 16, thing if he was eighty-one, but Belichick seventy. So yes.
2: I think you. I think you. That has to be a. Big if I said ten or fifteen 20? years, that's
1: different. But to me, Nick Saban at seventy-one, he's really like fifty-five.
2: Okay. Well. Yeah.
1: I mean, he is. I mean, look—you've you had guys, you know, Bud Grant coached till he was a hundred.
2: No, right? he just had gray hair. He looked like he was hundred. Well, I think he You'll coached tell me he until me he was a hundred. Spark, Spark yeah, hundred. No, he was forty and he looked old. But uh, I I, th- I think that has to be a big part of your—you naturally the energy level starts going down when you hit seventy. go for it seventy. It's it's it, it, it's a fact. It's a factor. See, I don't think so, man. I don't I don't, think, I don't so. think it is yet. I'm not say it's gonna just you know. Not gonna be the crap out of you walk around with cave, yeah. but I think it starts zapping some of your energy and you've done it for so for so long. I just think that Kirby Smart still has that fire. I would go with five I would go with Kirby but Where would you go,
3: Rob? I'd still go like proof in the pudding with Sabin, but I just I have a feeling a lot has changed in the college landscape just due to the NIL. You know, I mean it's not just Bama throwing the big money at everybody anymore. It's all these other universities. So like you know, the talent essentially is being spread out a little more. And then see, throw Bam- in re- the the transfer portal on top of that. You know, like, it's given these players another way, not so much out, but another way to display their talents elsewhere. So I think that's where we're seeing the shift from Bama to Georgia now suddenly.
1: Well, this is what I would say, though, when, when it comes to that, man, um, is when you talk about the portal, the NIL stuff, I think that's <clears throat> a reason – you're seeing some of these college coaches uh, bolt in the NFL. It used to be money. Now money is, is the same. There's as much money being spent on college assistant coaches and head coaches than there are in the National Football League. But I think now it's like, man, you know, we've got to recruit guys. We've got to re-recruit our own then we've got to go look at the portal. We've got to, you know, make these families happy. Now the NIL, we've got to make these guys paying the NIL big money, these boosters happy. But all these people that are all this chatter, Now man, we just want to coach football. And, and I think that's a lot of it. But now here's what helps. See, Georgia, the Georgias and Alabamas of the world, the Ohio State, they don't have to give the huge, huge dollars to a lot of these players. They should look. They should look. You can take more money. To go to uh, Purdue, you could you, UCF. Well, well, what's happening? Some of these smaller schools are, you know, they'll go break the bank on one guy, right? They'll, they'll break the bank on one guy. UCF has done that. Or you, or you can, if you want to go the other direction. Okay, well, you can you can take more money go to Texas A&M. You can take more money go to Miami. You can take more money uh, to go to USC. You can take more money. Uh, to, to go
3: to – Tulane. Uh, look what yeah, Tulane wherever. did this year. I mean, yeah. just – yeah, that's what I mean. I think it's totally changing the landscape of the college but, game. It's not the coach. But
1: game. here's what's happening, though. But, see, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, they say, hey guys, look, y'all can take more money, go elsewhere, and take that short-term game. That's fine. But you come here and you practice against the best of the best week in and week out. We have NFL scouts that are camped out at practice watching you guys. Uh, You get seen, you get developed, and you get drafted, and you play for national titles. So, yeah, you may make a little more money up front, but we're going to develop you, put you into the league, and you're going to make more money. See, there's only a handful of universities that can tout that. Those are just three Obviously, they come to mind because they're always and Clemson. You can say Clemson, the same thing with Davos. The others are having to overpay for guys. It's almost like NFL free agency. The Jaguars forever. Oh, my gosh, you got to pay a guy you know, a ton more to come here because it's a losing product. Now it's different. Now guys want to come here. They're winning. They're ascending. They've got a great quarterback, a great NFL head football coach. they got a lot going for them here.
2: Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Now, Rob, I feel like you're my defense attorney because when I disagree with something, I feel like I throw it to you to throw it back to Rod. So Go him. ahead. <laughs> so, okay, so I get that. Here's how I counter that. And, Rob, you convey this to Rod. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> <And> Purdue. Purdue. <laughs> look, every damn Purdue game is on TV, so you're going to get more money. And if you're a good player, look, you're going to be found by his NFL scout. This isn't the 70s where you got to be at, you know, where there's two games a week on TV. So you're going to come to Purdue. You're going to make more money up front. If you're that great, you're going to be found. You're going to get drafted. No problem. So don't worry about Bama. Come where the money is.
3: I see make what you're money. saying there. I think Ron. I mean, like more or less, you're talking about the, these coaches going to the players, going, "Hey, play the long game, not the short game." Is that what you're saying, Ron?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Aaron, and, that's so, a, that's, and that's the right way because. No, because you'll be found at Purdue. That's, if you're that's a not of a no. star. Sure, you might. But you might. that, <laughs> that player <laughs> could go to you're Purdue the and hand. then transfer. You're the
1: big kid. What are you talking about? Chuck, you might be found. Quit being stupid here. I'm not talking about <laughs> being <laughs> stupid again. <laughs> Here's why. You act like a okay. Purdue game. Here's on why. Here's why because guess what? Sure, every Purdue game might be on TV, but. Point zero 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 one percent people are watching. They're ninety nine point nine 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 percent watching Alabama. NFL they're watching scouts Georgia. Will hear
4: about you. Okay, will hear about you. And, but
1: guess what? But the NFL scouts aren't camped out on Purdue. Oh, campus. they'll
2: get there. but,
1: but they, they might get there. But they're camped out in Tuscaloosa and in Athens and in Columbus. That's what. That's what you don't understand. You don't get the picture. No, My goodness, I do, Chuck. No, Purdue.
2: You don't you. you don't get it. Now this is we're talking to big kid. You realize we're talking about a big kid. Sure, they they might they might like find you at watches. some point, back but they
1: point. but they're not. They're you're not going to be on the forefront like you are if you are playing in Alabama and Georgia. I, and again, Tim, look and you and their other selling point is Chuck. Another yeah. selling point. You we will develop you. Look at how many people the numbers they get drafted at Georgia at Alabama. At Ohio State. And what used to be Florida, Florida State, Miami. Now it's, again, Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia. It's all a numbers game, Chuck. That's what you're failing to understand. You may get a player or two that get drafted from Purdue, but that's the argument they're going to make. Look, you come here, and damn near half our roster that's here right now will be playing the National Football League. That's their, that's, their, that's their selling point. You come here, we're going to develop you, your, your chances
2: of getting drafted or a, a far higher clip
1: here than if you go there.
2: My counter to that would be if you're that great, you're going to stand out here, at Purdue. <laughs> Rob, thank God Drew Brees, I guess Drew Brees was lucky that he was found. They had tape on him. I can't and he was a second round pick by <laughs> I the way. Can't even, or Kyle how they're five Kyle Orton at Purdue. It's amazing.
3: I mean you're looking at I mean I just I literally just Googled that. So you, of course Drew Brees was somebody who came off the top of my head. Rod Woodson came from Purdue and oh my gosh. then we're also talking about uh, Bob okay. Greasy came from Purdue. Yeah, exactly. Mike Allstott. Okay. But that's where I'm kind of like, okay, who else yeah, are the yeah. rest of these players? Again,
1: see, that, that's you just made my point, Rob. Rob just made no, my, point. Make, you're my talk, point. You're talking I'm, about a few guys that got drafted over the course of 50 years. I'm talking about a university that gets 15 drafted every year.
2: Who else? What, where did Gary Danvers go? Did he go to Purdue? Purdue. Okay. Oh, uh, how was he ever found? I don't. I don't get again,
1: it. Again. you're you're not you're confusing the point here man you
2: are my goodness. Look, if, you, if you're a great oh, player, you make more money up I don't front, know what I'm going to do with you, Chuck. You go to Purdue, I don't, I don't you're found, <laughs> they find
3: you. Look, where, where did Purdue even come from in this because argument? Because he mentioned
2: Purdue, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's who I
3: hope. <laughs> I must have missed that.
2: And one more thing I'm going to say. Have yeah.
3: you ever
2: watched Sunday Night Football where they give the introductions? Sure, I went to high school. I went to elementary small school. small schools there are? You're like, so-and-so from... You know, Southwest Missouri State, you're like, man, how did they Chuck, get I get it. Look, I feel like Chuck, those are always linemen. Chuck, Chuck, I get it. Right. I get it. <laughs> look, there's talented
1: players that are found from all over the country. That's not my point. My point is this. When you are recruiting, when you are recruiting against other universities, you're like, look, guys, you can go take that, all that money there, and, it may, you, yeah, you get money up front, it may or may not work out for you in the long game because guess what? they can't, they're not developing guys and putting guys into the league at the rate we are here. Yeah, you want a higher percentage, uh, a better chance of going to the National Football League and being developed, And I agree with here, you, the old not
2: there. The new NIL, I disagree. If You can get more money somewhere else. And
1: well, and they might I'm not saying they won't, but what I'm telling you though, at, at least you know, the I'm just talking about recruiting advantages. Sure, look, Kermode McLean. uh Alabama offered half a million dollars. He took $850,000 and went to Colorado. I get it. Some guys are still taking the money, and I'm not saying that I wouldn't take the money. All my point is, checking. and maybe you missed it, is that the fact that it, when you have some schools that are contending for national titles every year and are putting a ton of guys into the league, at least that offsets some of the NIL threats for those universities. There's only a handful that can do that. There's only a few: Kirby Smart, Ryan Day, and Nick Saban can say, hey, "Look, guys, you, I get it. You can take that money, but you come here. Uh, there's a very, there's a better chance that you're getting going into the league and being developed here than over there." That's all I'm saying. That's it. So That's we're gonna step aside for a break. We'll come back and go visit on this day in sports and throw out some birthdays
0: after this on 1010XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL.
1: And welcome back to Compton Company, coming from Dick's Wings on the north side. Tonight, a little live music, 7 to 10 o'clock, a, a brass band uh, tonight. 7 until 10 come by, and there uh, should be some really, really good stuff. Uh, we'll revisit our baseball poll question here in a few moments, but uh, real quickly, some birthdays we'll throw out. Bobby Riggs. Had it not been for the Billie Jean King-Bobby Riggs tennis match, would anyone even know who Bobby Riggs is he's today? Got
2: to be, he's got to be long dead, because wasn't he like fifties? He died in 1995.
1: When he, when he
2: played uh, Billie Jean King in 1973, yeah. when he is 50s already? Billy Packer, who recently passed away, is born on this date, 1940. Can I sidetrack real quick? Sure. Billy Packer, my favorite college basketball analyst. I, I mean, would be
1: a Billy Packer fan.
2: Much better than Dick Vitale.
1: I wasn't yeah. much better. I like, I like uh, the die, I, I like the die for Danny step by Dick uh, Byers. Man, that was the deal. The kids, <laughs>
2: come on, baby. Yeah, yeah.
1: come on, yeah, I like baby.
2: Another real quick sidetrack. I think I told There's you about this also story with the way,
1: baby. You
2: know, What's at, called, Come on. I think this has been years ago. I put on EST Classic. It was a college basketball game, in 1981, and there was a the color analyst sitting there talking. to am like, this guy really knows his yeah. stuff. Turned out it was Dick Vitale before he became a clown.
1: Here's some he more actually, for you. 1958, i got to hurry on these birthdays. My my computer's about to die, Chuck, so let's get these out. All right. Kurt Rambus on his date, 1958. With glasses. glasses. Look, Clark Kent, Clark Kent look alike. Davy Allison. This date, oh. 1961, obviously died in uh, July 1993. 1993. Yeah. Todd Blackledge. ABC, I don't know if he's ABC still or yeah. ESPN or what, but yeah, yeah, his date, difference.
2: 1961. Paul O'Neill.
1: Uh, the Reds, Yankees, and others, born this date in 1963. On episode of Seinfeld. That's right. true. Don Mikowski. Do you remember his Magic name? Man. The Magic Man. Magic Man. Packers. Packers, yeah. The head coach, Lindy Infante. Lindy Infante, that's correct. Uh, the date in 1970. Jackson Jaguars, is great defensive attacker, Corey Mayfield. <laughs> He's, you know what? <laughs> that's, that's on the real? birthday list? It's on the birthday what? list. I don't know. It is. It's there, man. It is there. It is there. It is there. On this date, nineteen seventy four. The guy that I used to man as a gator. I used to hate it when i when we kick off or 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 punt with this dude. Florida State great. Tameric Vanover. Rick that Flair's birthday today. Seventy four. Woo. Rick Flair said he didn't make this list. He's not even on this list. That's How was Rick Flair? Not on the list, but Dayton Smith (laughs) is on the list. I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, Any other good ones? Oh, Joe Kim Noah. Born this date, 1985. Where is he now? I don't know where he is. He's probably smoking pot somewhere, which is fine. There's on on this uh, birthday. Nothing happened
2: on this day. in sports, like, you know, like, (laughs) this this might be college basketball. A lot of Winter
1: Olympics a bunch of Winter Olympics, I think, you know. Of course, the
2: other day, the, on Wednesday, you had the 43rd anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. That's true. Yeah. Uh, do you agree that was like voted the greatest sports moment of the, what, 20th century? Do you agree with that?
1: That was Yesterday? great.
2: Yeah. You know, that was a great moment. You know what's funny?
1: How many people, if you were to ask who the U.S. beat in 80 to win the gold medal, how many, how many people oh, would crap. say how many people would say Russia? would say
2: Russia, wouldn't they? Uh, uh, And they'd be wrong, Was it Sweden or Switzerland? Who'd they be? Sweden. Sweden, okay. Yeah, so we... Was it Sweden or Finland? Hell, you're right, Finland. Was it Finland? I think it might have been Finland. Finland, gosh darn it. But you know, while you look that up, like a a couple weeks before that, didn't they play Russian exhibition and it lost like 10 to 3 or something? So, uh, yeah, Finland, you're right, it's Finland, it's Finland.
1: I think I was right, right? Yes, you're right, you're right. Was that right?
2: So, And I always go back to, and I've asked this question before, if they would have lost that game to Finland, would it have been as big a deal to beat Russia? Would it have been remembered as fondly if they wouldn't have won the gold medal? Hmm, That's a good question. <laughs> because that, would have been, that definitely would have been a letdown, right? You, you beat Russia, and then you, you, you don't win the, the gold medal game. Yeah. I think they beat Finland 2-1. to one.
1: Yeah, when, when they were down that game. They're actually down one nothing to that game. They came back and they beat them. But it was Finland. Yeah, it was Finland. Mm-hmm. But most people would say, oh, they beat Russia for the gold medal.
2: I know you're only, uh, my God, you're only eight at the time. Do you remember that? I remember. <laughs> I was
1: nine. What, nine. Nine?
2: It wouldn't have been nine yet. That's
1: true. That's true. I was eight.
2: You're right. <laughs> yeah, like, you,
1: you know me better than I know me, Chuck. Thanks for this that. This was like,
2: that. It was like broke on like the like like 11 o'clock news or something. It'd be a big upset. Of course, it wasn't. It was the game wasn't shown live, if I remember correctly. It was shown on a the tape the late basis, like late yeah. at night. It's
1: crazy. I got a question for you guys. We're going to re- revisit one of our poll questions here in a few moments. How many current NFL quarterbacks, starting quarterback, how many current NFL starting quarterbacks have won Super Bowls? I could
2: name that. But I had to think of. It. I have to think for a
1: second. What would you think there, uh, Mr. Machias?
3: Random number. I'm going to go six. Just a random number. Give me number. a number, Chuck. Four.
2: The answer is four. That's just a random number. Nice. I came up Can with... Can you give them? I came up them. with Mahomes, yep. Rogers... Yep.
3: Russell uh, Wilson.
2: You st- yes. And uh, you still count Stafford. That's it. Still That's it. Okay. There's yeah. your four. Oh, wow. That's it. There's only, the only four. And, you know, you're rich in the question. I keep coming off of what I call subset questions. Okay, so in ten years, do you think that Anthony Richardson will be considered the greatest Gator NFL quarterback yes. of all time. Yes, you said yes. Yes, I know it's not going to take, <laughs> take much. It's not going to take it's much. It's it's get, take I get much. that, but
1: Spurrier was no good. Tebow had, you know, had the one year in Denver, made made the run, and Matthews, never was never seen a backup. Backup again. Matthews is the backup. Walker Reeves. Uh, Rex, Rex Grossman went to a Rex Super Bowl. Went to a Super Bowl. He did. But, yeah, that's right. But okay. he, I, well, wow. he wasn't an answered. Wow. How about, how about this? That's the one I was missing. Here's so. one for you. That year, he went to the Super Bowl against Colts. He had like seven games with a QB rating of over a hundred. He had three games with a QB rating under five. So it's gonna under be five.
2: It's gonna be hard to t- top Rex Grossman. I you don't gotta, man, no, You've got to go to the Super Bowl, don't you? No, you don't have to go to the but old, Super Bowl.
3: But ultimately, guys, what about Jesse Palmer? I mean, he was <laughs> on The Bachelor.
1: He was on The Bachelor. Uh, giant backup, right? And he's got great hair, so.
3: Would you rather go to a Super Bowl or be the main guy on The Bachelor?
1: The Bachelor, <laughs> Do I, did I win the Super Bowl? If I don't win, if I won, I'd say win the Super Bowl. But just going to a Super Bowl or being The Bachelor? I say bachelor. just go,
3: just go, just go. I'll be the,
2: yeah, just be it. No, I'll be The Bachelor. Okay. So <laughs> <be the> bachelor. <laughs> was it now correct? Was it? I'd be a fun month, you know. Was it Emma Smith or Jerry Rice that won Dancing with the Stars? I know they were both on there.
3: I think it was Jerry Rice. That's a really good question, actually. Let me see. So,
2: but somebody said, this has been years ago, somebody said that probably more people learned who Jerry Rice was off being on Dancing with the Stars than him playing in the NFL. Which,
3: and that, that blows crazy. my mind. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if you, hey mind. you
2: know Tommy Fury and Jake
1: Paul fight tomorrow? Nah. They do? Fury's little brother? Nah. I mean, I'll watch it. I'll watch that because, you know, it's it's. I have it, so I'll watch it. You know, and I, I might even watch Money Mayweather tonight. Who knows? We'll see. It's in London. Is it UFC style? Yeah, MMA, UFC M-N-A, style. Yeah. MMA, MMA.
2: Yeah. Well, isn't he the one that followed Conor McGregor like five or six years ago? Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, back, back to the baseball poll question. We've, we've got a lot out there. We had Juwan Taylor or Evan Ingram. Who would you rather have if, if you could pick one of the two? It's a runaway for Ingram. I would say I'd take the offensive lineman because you can never have too many big uglies up front. Yeah. Uh, who would you turn the keys of the car over to if you had to choose between Anthony Richardson and Kyle Trask? I say that because they're both gators, one's beloved, one's not beloved. Um,
2: meaning, you know I'm gonna interrupt real quick. The Super Bowl yeah. is replays on the that was what won the Super Bowl for Chiefs right there. That could have been forty one to seven, the fumble turned it to fourteen to fourteen. That was the game right yeah. there.
1: Well, you could say the game when the Eagles played the Jaguars. Jaguars up fourteen nothing, driving the score. Lawrence missed. I think it was uh, Jamal Agnew for an easy touchdown. It would have been 21 Yeah, That might yeah, have been the true. game. Right. But if they go 21-7, it's probably I would over. agree. I would agree. Probably
2: over. Um, anyway.
1: But uh, the poll question, it's really, you know, i am it's really got me sort of excited a bit. I think it is Rob as well. The baseball question. You know, uh, look, we've had baseball questions in the past. You know, when we had the home run chase with uh, –
3: McGuire and Sosa.
1: Yeah. Well, McGuire and Sosa. Boy, I mean, this past year, you know, you had yeah, the home run chase. You had Aaron Judge trying to break the record. Juice
3: balls. You heard about that, you know? right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've heard about
2: that.
3: Mm. Right.
1: But remember, we talked this, this past year uh, when Judge was chasing the record, right? Did that interest fans and people? I don't care about that. I, I'm not following that stuff. I don't care. Right. Um, and it was it sad to me because, man, you know, people just don't give a dang about baseball at all. Well, things might be a-changing. The other poll question we have out there about baseball is this, with the rule changes, uh, the speeding up of the game, Um, and, and then the rule changes that will promote more runs being scored. Might that bring you back into the game and have you watch a little more? What says the listening audience, Rob Macchio?
3: Yeah, this is this one's been very interesting. Again, with the new MLB rules, will you be tuning in this season? 36.9%, you know it, exclamation point. 32.3%. No way, exclamation point. But this is the interesting one, guys. Not paint dry this time. Thirty point eight percent, maybe. So you we're know, looking across even, the board at yes, a uh, third. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. we're yeah. seeing so 30, yes, third, no, yeah. and you know, I might give it a shot. But this is this is my question I propose to you guys with these new rules. Similar to the NBA with no defense, quote-unquote, as we've seen, and the scores are so ridiculous. With these new rules changes, are we going to be looking at, regularly, scores hitting double digits now? I hope not. Me too, and, and, and will that ruin the outlook of the game? Because you're going to hear, back in my day, it was 1-0. to zero. Now it's going to be, wow, did you watch the game last night, 15-13? I don't like. I don't that think. I don't,
1: th- I don't. think that's happening. I mean, you'll have some outliers. You'll have some games where there'll, there'll be a bunch of runs runs being scored because look, look, baseball it, it does mushroom, right? It's a domino effect. The guy gets hot, you get a couple of hits, and all of a sudden you string them string them together, and oh my gosh, you just had a big crooked number put up in an inning, right? That happens. I mean, it happens all the time, and it's like it's going to happen more now, but still though, um, now, yes, more bases. Will be stolen. I think you'll you'll see a few more bunts being laid down. But you know there'll be you know with now uh, the exaggerated shift no longer being in play. uh, You'll see a bunch of left-handed hitters that you know hitting hitting getting base hits to right field instead of the third base being sucking those up in uh, short right field. You'll see all of that. But what isn't going away is the you know ten to fifteen strikeouts on a regular basis per game there's guys are still swinging for the fences. That's not changing, right? I mean, it's it's, a good point. It's a
3: very good point. That's
1: not changing. I mean, look, you, I coach baseball. Look, and I go, when I go to these games, when I go to games and I see kids in batting cages, they're still swinging from the hilltops. They're still, it's all about, you know, uh, exit velocity, right? It's all about, you know these these majestic towering shots they're all doing the same thing, and that's not changing right? It's not so you're still going to have two one ball games, three two ball games. It's just gonna happen in two and a half hours and not three hours because guys are gonna step step out of the box and readjust their gloves and whatever else they do outside of the box. Um, you know it's it's gonna speed up the process, but yes, you are gonna have games where you know what um There'll be more run score. But even the games where it's 3-2, 2-1, 4-3, whatever, if it happens on a more rapid pace, people will be drawn into that, right? It's like you'll see instead of, you know, five or six pickoff attempts at first base, you'll see a bunch of pitches to the plate, boom, 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 right? You'll see
3: far more of that. You're you're talking about more action, which is exactly what MLB is going for. That's what what the audience wants. Yes, I completely, completely agree. I just hope it doesn't get out of hand. And then on top of that, again, just watching last night, pitchers are saying, I'm having to hurry up more. Are pitchers going to kind of get fatigued quicker now? Because there's such a, hey, now you got to get moving. you got to get this thing rolling. Uh, Are we going to start seeing, and we've seen it, you know, the inning limit. Are you guys worried at all that maybe we're going to start seeing pitchers maybe go five innings these days?
1: Yeah. You know, well, and and now with the specialization as we break Uh, here, the specialization of baseball. You've got, you know, now pitchers go five, six. They might go seven innings. Maybe, but then you, maybe with, seven innings. With your bullpen, you've got, well, look, the Braves this year, they've got a bullpen that's really second to none. they got a bunch of guys. You, you, These starting pitchers give you five or six innings.
3: That's all you and need.
1: And that back end is going to shut you down. Right. They same thing it. with
3: the Rays. They did the same yeah. thing. And real quick, just from what you were talking about, about the home run, launch angle, max, max exit velocity, the one team I'm telling everybody to watch, and it's kind of a laugher, I've already been laughed at multiple times. Is the Marlins because it looks like they're almost. <laughs> see, told you. They they're almost going with the money ball approach. They're going, yeah. they went and traded for Luis Rise. They got John Segura. Is Billy, Bean got or just, or it, Billy Bean is the GM a lot. They hired Billy Bean
1: is their GM or if what? If
3: everybody is looking at 210 averages and the Marlins are going, let's accumulate as yeah. many people with 300 averages, who wins out on a, on, on a game to game basis? I think that is just something I don't feel like anybody's talking about. The Miami Marlins might be reverting back to that classic Billy Bean Moneyball era. By
1: the way, if you're listening, and check, you probably haven't seen it. You haven't seen a bunch of movies. If you haven't seen Moneyball, it's a must-watch. Amazing. If you're you're a sports fan, that movie is absolutely a must-watch. It might be the, the favorite part I've ever seen Brad Pitt play in a movie. It's outstanding. Between
3: that and the movie we can't talk about, AKA Fight Club, yes, I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, it's outstanding. Fight
1: Club. Can't All right, we'll step aside for our final break of the day. We'll come back and close it out for this Dick's Wings on the North Side on 1010XL.
0: Compton and Company on 1010XL.
1: And welcome back to Compton and Company coming from Dick's Wings on the North Side. Chuck Elliott. Rob Macchio, you're truly Ron Compton. Glad to have you along with us. Our, our final segment on a rapidly moving show. Uh, have either one of you guys watched any of the XFL?
2: No. Uh, I watched a few, a little bit last week. It must have been two weekends now, right? Mm. Two weekends. Yeah, I've watched just a few plays.
1: I didn't watch anything over the weekends. I, I Had I known the there was a game that, on right? Thursday night. Yeah, there was one on Thursday night, this past Thursday. There was? Yeah, had I known that when I got home from baseball, which is my life is baseball, 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 baseball Monday through Friday, that's all I do, which I'm not, no complaint. Um, I would have come home and watched some of that, uh, but I didn't know it was on, but it was. uh, So I don't think they they marketed that as well as they should have as far as having Thursday night games. Um, So as we close it out, so let me ask you, I heard on... uh, Taking a proster, the drill or earlier in the week if you could uh, say Trevor Lawrence obviously a great skill set he, he uh, and uh, the question was uh, was if you could give Trevor Lawrence uh, one Trade or skill set from any other quarterback in the NFL? What would it be, and from what quarterback? What would you give him? What would you give him? If, if, if everything everything he has now, what would you give Trevor Lawrence?
3: I'm going to give Trevor Lawrence everything Trevor Lawrence has. I think he's going to be perfectly fine. I, I, I don't see anything. I, I, wrong. I've got.
1: I've got I don't see. I think things, he's
3: going to be great. I've great got
1: great. two things. I but if you had to pick one, I, there there's two that I would I would I would pick. There's from two from two different quarterbacks. Chuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: the,
1: think of a think of a quarterback that you would say, okay, I would give Trevor Lawrence this from that quarterback to go along with what he already has. You say
2: that Mahomes creates the ability yes.
1: to scramble. Yeah, the <laughs> the creativity. Because see, I always compare. I always say that Mahomes. Is Roy Jones Jr. as a quarterback? Roy Jones Jr. can hit you from nine different arm angles, he and did, and then you whoa, what, what just happened? Right? He could. I mean, he was said unorthodox and his creativity—that's uh, Mahomes as a quarterback. He's got eyes on the side of his head, the back of his head. He can throw the ball from all these different now arm Russell angles.
2: Russell Wilson was that at one time, yeah. Maybe, but
1: that, that's what I would give Trevor, or the close second would be Josh Allen's size. Give him that. I don't want him to run like Josh Allen does on so that frequent basis. So what Josh Allen's sides versus
2: Lawrence? So
1: they're both at like the same height, but uh, Allen's like weighs 25 pounds more. Lawrence, what? Two thirty? Yeah, I think I think Lawrence like two twenty and, and Allen at two forty five. Same height, right? About the same height. So I would give. Uh, so when he does take off on run, when he gets you know banged around, he has that extra you know. 20 pounds to absorb those blows. Uh, some people would say, give him that, you know, that elite, the elite speed. I wouldn't do that because to me, when you have elite speed, you give up on plays too quickly, right? You're in the pocket, man, I can count on my wheels. I'm out, right? I'm out. But if you were to hang in that pocket for another half second or a second, maybe a guy, breaks it to an open window, right? So I wouldn't really want him to have that because his arm talent is so good, I wouldn't want the elite speed where he would lose on the arm talent. Well, real quick, when did
2: they finally pull back on Allen from running so much? I think at some point they go, all right, you're getting older, you're a guy. so
1: Yeah, No, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> all right, I hear the music. Great show, Chuck. I know I called you dumb a lot, but you're really not dumb. You're my <laughs> guy. But that's what we do, right? That's what we do. All right, so for Rob Macchio, for Chuck Elliott, There's five folks here at Dick's Wings. I'm Ron Compton. Till next Saturday, see ya.